As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. I'm a big fan of old browser games. I used to play a lot of them when I was a kid. And while most of them were buggy or repetitive, they were still a great way to kill some time while you were at school or when you were stuck at home. I have many fond memories of sitting at the computer with my friends and laughing and showing each other the games we found on random websites. But when I heard that Java was being phased out, I got to thinking about all the old games that I used to enjoy, and I decided to track some of them down. I went to Reddit to see if anybody knew any sites that still hosted the games of my youth, since many of the sites that I'd found them on were now lost to time. A few of them suggested Newgrounds, it was a place I was familiar with, but a dozen of other sites also came up. These were smaller places, which made up for their lack of showmanship with a vast selection of retro flash games. I started clicking on them, basking in the nostalgia for a while, and losing myself in the simple pleasures of these often simple games. I mean, I was stuck at home due to quarantine, so what else was I going to do? And that's how I found I can scare you.exe. I read the description twice, liking what I saw, and I wondered how I'd never seen this game before. I used to love the small section of adventure games you'd sometimes find on Java games, little maze runners or exploration adventure games and this one had a creepy twist to it. I expected it to be a lot of poorly animated jump scares, probably some loud screams accompanied by pictures of the girl from Poltergeist. But I figured I'd try it on anyway. And what did I have to lose, right? I loaded it up, and I was greeted by something similar to the screensaver from Windows 95. For those of you unaware of the concept, screensavers were used back in the day to stop our monitors from screwing up and freezing in place. Windows had many iconic screensavers. One of the most recognizable was the maze that you often saw sprawling out before you as your point of view shifted to follow the runner through it as they searched for the exit. This game had dropped me into a maze with brick walls and a sand floor and an 8-bit soundtrack trying for a creep aesthetic, but mostly just sounding spooky. It was a little different than I remembered, though. The walls were black brick like a negative copy of the maze, and they were covered in a bright green moss, bordered in neon. The sand was so dark, and as I moved, it made that classic game crunch that meant you were moving over dirt. I, I could hear something like the wind in the background. As I moved, I could see that the normal pictures on the walls had been replaced with grainy photos of people. The images were pixelated, but clearly actual photos, 
The strange thing was that they weren't of any, like, corpses or monsters or anything. They were just ordinary people. Some of them smiling, some of them looking off blankly, but all of them... All of them looking like candid shots of people from websites or, or the DMV or something. As I moved through the maze, I became aware of a voice that seemed to follow me. It was just a whisper at first, but the deeper I went into the maze, the louder it became. I would turn around to find that the pictures were still on the walls, but that whatever was making the noise was nowhere in sight. The images seemed to repeat themselves, the same 10 or 12 photos again and again and again, and I figured that they must be the staff that had worked on the game or something. I mean, it was a little creepy having them watch me as I went through the maze, but no creepier than anything else I'd ever seen in a game. The voice, however, was definitely getting a little nerve-wracking. I could, I could hear it now, and it was saying the same thing over and over again in a vaguely feminine, computerized voice. I can scare you. I kind of scare you. I turned the head of my character, but there was nothing behind me. The voice had sounded close, and I, I assumed it was the enemy of the game. It kept moving away and getting closer, always just out of sight, so I just kept moving. I kept looking for the exit. I kept, I kept making my way. There was always an exit in the screensaver, one that made the maze fall apart and a new maze would begin. When I found what I was looking for, it turned out to be the last thing I'd expected. I came around a corner, I heard the voice getting louder. I can scare you. I can kind of scare you. I turned left, I found a dead end. I can scare you. I can kind of scare you. I dashed back out, I took a right instead, and then I found another dead end. I can scare you. I can kind of scare you. I sighed. I turned to face my fate. That's when I saw the beast lurking in this maze. I can scare you. I can kind of scare you. There was a grainy picture just like the others, but this one... This one moved and it was far from bland recreations like the other ones had been. The image's eyes appeared to leak blood. The mouth crunched as it, it blared its ceaseless words. It barreled towards me, lamely, filling the whole hallway, its face twisted in pixelated agony, as it crashed closer and closer. I can scare you. I can kind of scare you. Despite its alarming form, it was clearly a picture of my dad's face. And I, I backpedaled in fear, running and taking turns at random until I finally came to a dead end that contained a single floating picture. It was the exit grid, but I, I didn't I didn't want to know what sort of new maze it would take me to. It was it was a crumpled body, a car accident or a or a hit and run lying in the street in a squishy mass of broken flesh. It was grainy and pixelated like the others, but this one made me stop and gasp a little as I tried to make sense of it. The body's face was pointing to the sky, its mouth open and its eyes staring as I looked at it, and the blood seemed to pool around it, glistening wetly despite its origin. I can scare you. I can kind of scare you. I jumped as I heard the phrase uttered right behind me, loud enough to make my speakers crackle. And suddenly my POV fell over and my screen was covered in red as the screaming monster with my father's face crunched its jaws over me. 
I turned the screen off and I pushed away from my computer, suddenly not wanting to see anymore. The last image had been the most familiar of all, and I was... It wasn't every day that you get to look at your own face as you lay dying. The other pictures had been strangers. They had been weird stock images, but the images of my father and I had been as unique as they were jarring. The face of my father had been twisted in agony. The eyes had been turned up in anger, and the neon red blood oozed from them in my, my own face, and my body had been confused, devoid of hope as it lay bleeding to death in a pool of its own, its own pixelated blood. Even if the game somehow pulled pictures from your computer, they, they couldn't have gotten either of those from any of the images that I had. No picture of my father existed that looked like that, and certainly no picture of me existed anywhere like that one. I closed my eyes and I realized that at some point, at some point it had gotten dark. Looking at my watch, I realized I had been playing that game for three hours and it was pushing midnight. So, shutting down and climbing in my bed, I tossed and I turned as I tried to push the image of that final horror out of my mind. As grainy and, and, and as unreal as it had been, it was still a picture of me as I laid dying. How did they have that? Where did it come from? Those images followed me into my sleep and they haunted my dreams all night. I, I found that I was running from that hellish thing in my nightmare as it screeched and chomped right behind me. It didn't beat around the bush. It didn't beat around the bush this time and it dogged my heels for hours as I ran through that 8-bit maze. Right at the end, I came to a dead end and I saw my own body lying on the floor surrounded by blood. I rolled my head lamely to look at myself, mourning out a mouthful of blood as the, the, the huge dad head fell on me and turned my world red. When my cell phone woke me up at 7.15, I was, it was almost a blessing. I reached for it groggily, seeing my mom's number and answered it shakily. Oh, hello? Honey? Baby, I need you to listen for a minute. There's been an accident. You're... She sobbed a little before continuing. Your father's dead, sweetheart. I sat up quickly, still thinking I was dreaming. What? Turn on the news, honey. It's It's been all over the news since it happened. I need you to come to the house right away. I need someone here with me. I told her that I would, and she hung up as I walked into the living room and switched on the TV, wondering what I would find on the screen. It had been a bus accident that had happened about a half an hour ago. Dad, the other passengers, and the driver had been killed when another bus had T-boned them at an intersection. The bus Dad was on had, had been crushed against a storefront. And, and the engine ignited. The ensuing fire had made rescue very difficult. After extinguishing it, emergency services had really only been rescuing bodies. Then they started flashing pictures of the deceased across the screen, and I felt the remote slip from my hand and clatter to the hardwood. I recognized all of them. 
They were the faces in the maze. I flopped boundlessly onto the couch, my legs refusing to hold me up. I, I curled up on the couch now, filled with a deep sense of dread over the knowledge I seemed to possess. Everyone I'd seen in the maze last night, they were... They were dead. They were dead all except for one. I had seen my own contorted face as I lay broken on the floor of that 8-bit maze. If everyone I had seen there was supposed to die today, why had I seen my picture? I hadn't died. I was clearly alive. For now. People keep calling me, but all I can do is hunker down on my couch and wait. Waiting for my own fate to come and sweep me off the board as well. So if you stumble across this game in your in your internet travels, do yourself a favor. Don't play it. I wish I never had. Hey there kids, it's me, Mr. Creepypasta, and I want to tell you thank you so much for watching tonight's video or listening to tonight's episode of the podcast. I really appreciate it, and anytime you guys give me a subscribe or a follow or a like or a comment or literally just a watch, I can't thank you enough for it because you're the reason I keep making episodes and you guys are the reason that I love horror as much as I do. We're in the middle of summer, and I'm from Texas, which means that it's a great time for iced tea. And you know who makes iced tea? My wife. My wife sells tea. My wife sells tea on Etsy.com slash shop slash Ivory Monocle Tea. And if you want to get the Mr. Creepy Pasta special, you can order a dark and stormy night and specifically request a dabbing sticker that you only get if you ask for it. And as always, I want to give a very special thanks to all of my patrons at patreon.com slash Mr. Creepy Pasta, because you guys are the reasons I get to keep my lights on in the house and get wonderful little treats for my cats and everything like that. And also the reason why we keep getting special custom series just for the channel. So a special thanks to Jacob Schaefer, Jordan Alexander Sanchez, Brian Arst, Ken Lando Haguchi, Bobby Carmen, Tristan Pelton, Chase Burnett, Bardo Hawk 764, Banana Mafia 1, Melancholy Corpse, Hollow Zero, Ferb, Harley, Billy Morrow, Katie Birch, Sashi Sasaku, Caden the Spooky Boy, My Body Sounds Like Rice Krispies, Ashwood, Lord of the Weebs, Jay, Faye Lockett, Miss Alexandra, Mr. Unsettling Spaghetti, Eurogore, Suji Campbell, Marco Takes Dabs 420, Stricken, Ozarine Fox, Robert White, Andres Garcia, Snails Brennan, Legit Quad Feed, James Bruce, Chris Lovins, Freddy Krueger, Tynam, Justin Johnson, Michael Scarborough, Infernal One, James Lowe, Lisa Cottrell, Caspian, Jordan Nels, Hades Nephew, Tater Chip, Acid System, Prozac and Pancake Appreciation Society, Cryptic Nightmares, Someone You Love, Kira the Sloth, Tommy Green, Sky Harbor, Caleb Dougal, Nina Smith, Nico Kayo, Rafael Rodriguez, The Ginger Bros, Aaron Stormcrow, Daniel Polson, Trace Miles, Corey Kenshin, and Peaceful buddha that's right guys at patreon.com slash mr creepypasta you could join this amazing list of people's names i mispronounce and the list of patreons down there in the description but of course none of that is ever required i just appreciate you guys subscribing and watching and honestly being here so to all of you sweet dreams as humans we're naturally driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed when i was looking to hire someone it was so slow and overwhelming i wish i had used indeed if you need to hire you need indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.